Hey, good morning. You know what I think about meetings, right? I even have a blog post about that. I have two blog posts, actually. The first one about stand-up morning meetings, where people are supposed to share their status updates and to, uh, to discuss what's going to happen today. And then traditional technical meetings, where we sit together around the table. It takes hours and hours and hours. And in the end, we get some decision, we make some decision all together, and then the decision gets implemented. You know, a funny story. I have a friend who a few years ago was working with me in the same project, and I was in the office. And uh, he was involved in the multiple meetings because he was uh, responsible for quite important functionality of the application. And they were asking him to be at those meetings and, and, and sit there and pre be present there, even though he didn't even have anything to say in most cases. So he created a mobile app where uh, the app was running, uh, like calculating every second and showing him how much money he's making sitting at those meetings. So he basically got the monthly salary and uh, divided by the amount of seconds working seconds in a month and then he knew how much he's making sitting there in order to motivate himself that's why he, he made that in order to stay there and not be completely frustrated and depressed so he was looking at the app you know checking how much money is coming and that was helping him to to stay there and and not just going out of the meeting and telling everybody you know that i, I don't want to be there because it's it's annoying and i want to do something uh, which is meaningful meetings is a great solution for lazy, stupid, immature, incompetent. If you are one of them, then the meeting is a perfect instrument for you because you can uh, be very relaxed there, because you don't need to have an opinion there, somebody else will have. You don't need to fight for your opinion. You not, don't need to argue if you're not sure. You can just spend some time there pretending to be working and you will be working you will be sitting in the at that table and you will look busy you will think about what they're saying and maybe you will throw some idea into the discussion time to time so it will look like you're working but that's only when you are at the lowest level of your professional career the more you grow the more frustrated you will feel being at those meetings so what is the replacement for those meetings? I'm recording that video to explain to those who ask me very often the same question, what's the alternative? So how we are supposed to make the technical decision if not in one of those meetings? Let's say we have a team of 10 people and then we uh, need to decide how to implement that feature. So we need to put together programmers and the architect, maybe if the architect exists, and then we all together have to somehow decide uh, so what to do instead, if not technical meetings, then what? The alternative is this. This is the protocol. Let's say it's a practical example. Right now we have a collection of uh, servers in the, our Zolt cryptocurrency. And all those nodes, they belong to some people who I don't know. So those are an anonymous resources, anonymous machines. I have no control over them. And they run the software which I and my team created. And uh, that software has bugs, of course. It, it, uh, some exceptional situations happen there, and we need to see what's going on there. And there's like 50 machines, for example, belonging to somebody else. How would you do that in a traditional team? You will just go to the office and say, hey, you, you, and you, because you're the smartest people, let's get together, let's go to the room and talk about it for half a day. And then we'll find a decision how it should be done. That's a wrong way. First of all, how do you select those three people? Why not four? Why not five? Why not two? And why these particular people? All others will be offended because they're not selected. Second, who will make the decision after the meeting? 
all of those people invited, they will feel that they are equal participants in the discussion. They will try to uh, enforce their own opinions. They will try to convince you that this is the right way to go. And there will be conflicts between them, which will uh, surface right there at the meeting room. That could lead to personal conflicts between those people. And if there are two, three people who are very professional and their level is high, then those conflicts are inevitable. They will fight and eventually they will just stop going to meetings and eventually you will get meetings where only one senior person presents. All others are just juniors because it's difficult to put two senior people without, uh, you know, inevitable fights between them. Next one is how long the meeting will take. How much time do you have for that? The discussions may go forever. You may talk for quite a long amount of time. And then the question is, when do you stop? How do you know that this is the time to make the decision? When what? When somebody says, okay, I give up. I don't have anything else to say. Or when everybody agree. In most cases, people just say, okay, we're running out of time. Let's go for lunch. And that's it. That's how they end those meetings. The right protocol is that. This is what I would do if I would have enough resources for that in that particular project. First of all, I would describe the problem in a very short description, like a small micro project, micro task. I would say, like I just explained to you, we have machines, we have servers, we have exceptions there. So how do we collect the data from there? That's a description of the problem. Then I would define for myself the criteria for selection, the right decision. I would say it has to be transparent, it has to be fast, it has to be anonymous, it has to be secure, just a number of criteria which are important. Then I would randomly pick a number of programmers. Pay attention, randomly. So I would even be able to outsource the decision of selecting the programmers to a computer. Three people come out of the team. I have a team of 10, three random people, and this task goes to all of them individually no meetings no room no sitting together just individually this is for you this is for you this is for you your task is to look at the description and provide a solution design it for me don't write code don't implement it but design it describe how would you do it in a few paragraphs of text and you have half an hour for that so i give you a very limited time you don't have all the time in the in the day you have just half an hour or maybe one hour to think about that Describe me a solution and close the task. Don't think any further. Get back to your normal work. Get back to all other tasks you were doing before. Just return me back the description of one particular solution you're suggesting. I would get three different uh, suggestions, three different cases, which I can compare, put together, compare with my criteria, and uh, see what's, what's looking bad, what's looking good. And then I would try to make my own decision. Looking at these three suggestions, I would decide myself, because I'm the architect, what's the right way to go. Maybe I will combine some of them. Maybe I'll pick the best piece from here, the best piece from there. But I would do it myself. I would not consult with these three programmers. I don't need them anymore. I took the output from them. I took the deliverables from them. Then I put those deliverables together. This is my job now. And I produce the solution, the final solution. And I sign it off. I say this is my solution, which is based on three recommendations I collected from three programmers. And it's all documented. I will see it in task tracking system or in the source code repository because all of those three suggestions will come back to me in form of text files or diagrams or something which is digital. And those digital artifacts will stay in the source code repository forever until the project is ended. And everybody will see how that happened. So how me, an architect, who also may be gone in a few months or in a few years, 
made that particular decision, what the decision was based on. It was based on three recommendations from three programmers. It was not just some meeting where some people decided something and now all of those people are gone, the, the architect is gone, and we don't know why they designed the logging system that way. We know exactly why they did that because here's the documentation about that. And then if I'm not satisfied with three suggestions or for example, three of them are the same, maybe all of them suggested the same, then I pick another group of programmers. I find another two, three programmers also randomly and I say, look, here's the description of the task. Here's what previous group managed to create. I need something different. I need you to think more, be more creative and suggest me something which will be different from what I see now and will also solve the problem. They will also think for one hour each. They will also provide something. I put it again together and then again I produce my own decision. And then it goes on and on like that until the decision is final and it's mine. Until I make the final call on the architecture I want to implement because I am the architect. I collected all necessary opinions. I did it in writing. I didn't invite those people to the room. I asked them individually to spend a specific amount of time to think and provide me the information they can provide. According to their skills, according to their experience, they're all different programmers. Some of them are juniors, some of them are senior, but they all are capable of saying something in this area. So why it's better than meetings? First of all, everything is in writing. Everything is digital and everything is traceable back. Like I said, in a few years, we'll be able to understand why the decision was made. Second, programmers will be way more motivated to actually provide some opinions comparing to what they can do in the meeting. When they work focused during one hour in front of their computers, isolated, not talking to anyone, they can say whatever they think. Nobody disturbing them. Nobody will interrupt them. Nobody will push them back with the authority. You know how it happens in the meeting when a junior programmer has something to say and it's a smart thing to say, he or she is too shy to do that because there are so many senior guys around and they may uh, laugh at him or her and may you know, not accept the, the idea. And that's quite uh, stressful. If I'm sitting in front of the computer and I'm doing it just for the document and I know that this document will be seen by the architect and maybe it will be even anonymous and nobody will know who provided that opinion, then I will say whatever I want. And that will be way more effective than the traditional brainstorming technique. Number three, it's way more effective time and money-wise. Like you saw in the example, all those three people, they will work one hour each and they will produce way more results than they can produce in the meeting when sitting together, three of them as well. So every minute of their time will be used to create something digital, to create some deliverables, which the customer will pay for. And, and point number four it will be obvious for the customer to see what they're paying for. They will see the deliverables. They will not pay for us being in the office, spending time in the meetings, discussing the architecture. They will see that three of us provided three different uh, suggestions for the design of that feature. And those suggestions are here in the repository. You can check them, you can see the files, and now you pay for those files. For customer, it's way easier to understand what I'm paying for. There are many other benefits. You can think about them yourself. That's what I wanted to say about technical meetings. Try to replace them with the protocol I just explained. Work with documents, not with meetings. It will be way more difficult for you than just uh, calling people in the room and talking to them. Because in that case, you as an architect has to do way more work 
you have to prepare the description of the task you have to work with this feedback from them you have to to do a lot of documentation work you have to work with artifacts and that takes brain power of course you will spend way more your personal uh, resources to to do it that way but the output result the outcome will be way better than you can achieve with any of those meetings so no meetings at all thanks for listening you can read my blog post actually two of them they are in the show notes below the video thanks for listening stay tuned bye bye